you're totally like sitting on a, ready. Sitting, yeah, I'm sitting on a broken couch. Pretty good. Oh, no. Uh, hot here. It's hot, hot. there? <sighs> yeah, it's like 100 degrees out today. What? Horrible. Yeah, it's really horrible. Oh. Bye, Gabby. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting How in the chair. How hot is it there, Robin? Huh? <laughs> is it hot what? in Vancouver? It never gets hot in Vancouver, you know that. Yeah, <laughs> Until it's August. Oh, yeah, you're so lucky. I'm wearing jeans and a hoodie outside today. What? Ooh, Do you know insane. what day it is? It's summer day. Nah. Yeah, I cut all my pants off. I cut my <laughs> pants into shorts and cut my shoes and got rid of my socks and I'm cruising in my own <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, my pants my pants have a giant hole in the crotch and I was like, I don't want to throw these out. But then I, I heard that if you cut your pants into shorts and they have a hole in the crotch, it's more acceptable than if they're still pants. God. I guess you know, so. Everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, like it's summertime. These shorts are just piles of crap I wear because you know I got to cover something up because it's hot. And you know, so when they're shorts, it's more normal to like have a rich crotch. So I was like, cool, they're working you shorts. You are insane. <laughs> Can I just uh, introduce people to our guest today? Uh, on, <laughs> in, in New York, we have Liz Hickey, and in Toronto, we have Keith Jones. And uh, last night. I had a cancellation for an interview I was going to do today, and I need to get caught up with interviews again, so I put a shout-out for folks wanting to do interviews, and Liz suggested that she come on with her uh, husband now, uh, Keith Jones, and Keith being one of my favorite people in the world, I was like, hell yeah, and so Keith was just enlightening us to his uh, current fashion predicaments given the uh, extreme heat in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's hot>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty hot, too, right now, because I have a ripped crotch. It's like, you know... That should know. be Some good for you. That should air you out. Extra hole. Yeah, I know, it does. It's like wearing I know, a tank top. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to get sweat crotch. A, a tank top for your junk? Yeah. yeah. A junk top. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a bottom? <laughs> Do you realize what you got yourself into, Liz? Yeah, I love it. I'm the same way. But I'll probably patch up the holes since I don't want anyone seeing what's inside. <laughs> they don't need to see that's that. Cool. That's just... That's why I got married, so just Keith would see it. <laughs> Private. It's my crotch whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to share it. So, why don't we tell folks, um, it, this is almost like the newlywed game, only with cartoonists. <laughs> you guys got married in kind of a at the at City Hall in New York? Was it a last minute decision? What was what was the choice? Um wait, what do you mean? What what was the choice? Getting married. You mean in like City other Hall. than, other um, than that love. was the only choice I think. 
Well, no, I mean, well, it was, no, wait, oh, no, it was love. <laughs> it's, it's true yeah. love. <laughs> it's, it was it's our second date. <laughs> yeah, that was our second date. We got married on it. No, it was our third date, wasn't it? No, that was our second well, date. We we met. Our first? No, our first date was in New Orleans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we and then we were both like, I love you. And then yeah. Keith was supposed to visit New York on over Valentine's Day just because and then we both sort of text messaged each other and said, Let's just get married when you get here and then we just got married. We we like had like less than a month to plan a marriage and we both got fancy clothes and met up with our friends and just got married together. Fancy clothes and kids. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy clothes. Uh, I I bought a wedding dress off of eBay and then cut it in half so I looked kind of disgusting and then Keith bought a suit. I bought a suit. I bought a suit. It was a little too small but I like that. It yeah, it's cool. cute. Yeah, it was fun. I, I wore it all weekend down there. You were wearing your dress. It was pretty, it was, it was weird wearing all those suits and dresses for a long time, but it was great. Does it make you want to dress yeah, fancy was... more often, Keith? Does it make you want to, what, get dressed more often? Yeah, dress fancy. Yeah, I like getting dressed fancy, but I don't know. Like, I'm into these ripped crotch jeans right now, too, because it's, you know, less. When you wear all those yeah, things, go. like a suit and a jacket and all that, and like, you know, it gets hot, and you're like, ugh. And I always rip my clothes up, because I just sort of walk weird or something, I don't know, so. Hey, you don't. Stuff like that. No. Well, I don't know, I always rip the crotch of my pants, and, like, that suit was just so nice, and I was like, if I wear this all the time, it'll just get broken. But then I guess it's cool if it's broken, I don't know, broken suits can be cool, too. They mm. could. Mm. <laughs> mm. So what about you, your wedding dress? You wouldn't wear that every day, would you? I would, but it was made for a much smaller woman in the boobs. And oh, yeah. I have was born with big ones, so I can't really wear that more than an hour yeah. at a time. It's awful. I had to like I had to like I was wearing the dress, and then I had to keep shoving my arms underneath and pushing them back into it. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. Even right right before I married Keith, right before our vows, I was, like, facing the wall and, like, shoving my boobs in my dress. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so disgusting. I felt horrible. It was so bad. The most uncomfortable wedding dress ever. I was like, I'm never wearing this again unless if I get my boobs chopped off or something. But that it's sounds- cool. I just... You know, fancy, I don't know. I never even wear fancy stuff, but I like it when I do. I just wear a uniform all the time, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> you guys have started working on a comic together, right? Yeah, uh, we wrote a comic. We, we have, we're starting it, I think, next, well, when I get there next week. Wait, what? Aren't you guys comics. Oh, you mean, you mean that one, our private? Scooby here? private. Comic. <laughs> our, <laughs> our, our Meg Ryan comic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. What? A three parter that's going to make us billionaires. So if you're interested, please invest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, one, the, one about, the one with, with all the movie stars and like Matthew McConaughey. With Matthew McConaughey. Right? Yeah. And, and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is going to, he drives a, he drives a, a skidoo or a sea 
with no shirt oh, on. Oh, yeah, skidoo. Like skidoo on the water. Yeah, Parisian jet skier. Listen, he, that's going to happen in a while. That's not a very yeah, it's a pretty, pretty epic story. It's going to take a long time. It's about time. a woman turning into a... She's like a dainty lady at the beginning, but then she falls off a we'll boat. We'll probably be 90 years old when it comes out. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's a good idea. We so we're gonna make it, and then we're selling the idea and becoming billionaires. You're oh basically. yeah, that's right. We could sell it as a movie script, and then we take it's, over the. It's yeah. gonna be serious. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big idea. I, I'm very oh, excited to read it when I'm ninety. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna take a while. The apocalypse, which happens in one of the films will probably happen before we finish it, so. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll make the first third of it pretty quickly, and then it's in three parts. So yeah. It's, it's the last part, the one there in the submarine, holy, that's going to be a weird dark part. But that's Keith, Keith said good. this one line that was for the last part. There's a, It's a three-parter, and the, hold on, there's a bus going by. I live, I'm oh. in the city right now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, hold on. So there's a three part. It's a three parter, and there's a phrase for the last part, and it it is the ocean surface is on fire forever. Yeah, that's because the world ends, and there's no that's food it anymore. They're in a nuclear don't power. Give it all away. Meg Ryan, don't give it away. Yeah, don't okay, give it away. Don't... All right. We'll see there's you. So much to the story. You can tell a little bit. But I won't. Never mind. There's uh, just a submarine that happens in the world and but that's nothing in the story. The idea is still premature. We still have our own things to work on, but someday there will be a collaborative husband wife project. Someday. Someday. <laughs> we'll be here. So you guys are gonna... going on we're gonna go on tour and sell it on the beach. Like beach tour. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Beach blankets. Yeah, yeah we yeah, gotta yeah. go on the beach. He's still got to no, get here. I know. I want to go to the beach. Let's go to the beach next week. So what are some of the challenges uh, towards emigrating to the United States, Keith, and, and that you've been going through? Or is this too deep a question? I don't know. It's, it takes forever. It's like really long and all this paperwork and garbage and costs money and I don't know it takes like a lots year lots of money yeah lots of money and it's stupid <laughs> lots of annoying things to find lots of forms I mean yeah. clearly we're in love but then we have to prove it it's just totally ridiculous but I, I understand to go to, like, interview. it just so much yeah he has to go interview yeah there's gonna be like an interview where I go like to Montreal and they like put me in a room with a giant lamp over my head and then just start grilling me for hours in a room with no windows. I don't even know my own birthday. How is he supposed to know it? Isn't that what Facebook is for? Oh yeah, Facebook reminds me of my birthday. It's all, your birthday's today. <laughs> my birthday? No. <laughs> my own birthday. LAX 
with a dream, my cardigan. Welcome to the land of fame, excess. Am I gonna fit in? Jumped in the camp, here I am for the first time. Look to my right and I see the Hollywood sign. This is all so crazy. Everybody seems so famous. My tummy's turning and I'm feeling kind of homesick. Too much pressure and I'm nervous. That's when the taxi man turned on the radio. And a Jay-Z song was on. And a Jay-Z song was on. And a Jay-Z in my taxi cab everybody's looking at me now like who's that chick that's rocking kicks she gotta be from out of town so hard with my girls on around me it's definitely not a nashville party cause all i see is the letter i guess i never got the memo my tummy's turning and i'm feeling kind of homesick too much pressure and i'm nervous it's when the dj dropped my favorite tune Is it like the green card movie with Gerard Depardieu? <laughs> Holy, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I'm staring at a comic book called Brain Boy right now. I just read it. Have you guys ever seen that comic? No. No. What is it? I found it, it at work. It's called... Brain Boy, a fantastic scheme to conquer the earth. And it's about, get, this is actually very interesting. It's a comic about a guy that's a psychic that can fly through the air that works for the government. And he, he does all these insane, like, 
this is issue number six. And in the first five issues, he pikes all these guys and wins or whatever. But then in the sixth, at the beginning, his boss is like, you got to go on vacation. You've been beating too many guys. So he goes on vacation. He goes to Canada on vacation, and he goes to a lake. But on his way to the lake, he runs into people, and they all seem hypnotized, and all they talk about is how he should go swim in the lake. And they all want him to go swim in the lake, and everybody wants him to swim in the lake. And he, a tree falls in the road in the forest right on his way to the lake, and this, all these people come out of the forest with a pine box with a dead body in it, and they're like, you got to go to the lake, go swim in the lake, and there's no explanation as to what the dead body is, but they make him go swim in the lake, and then he gets Whoa. to the, Yeah, he Slow gets down. to the place, and then he goes and swims in the lake, but he doesn't swim in the lake because he wants to just go fishing, and like, they're all like, go swim in the lake, swim in the lake, you got to swim in the lake. And so anyways, he ends up not swimming in the lake, but then he swims in the lake, and then he notices his mind is changing, and he's, like, totally freaking out. But then he's psychic, so he has special powers, so it doesn't totally derange him into, like, this weird... Anyways, all the people end up being, they're, like, psychically connected to these alien monkeys that live in the forest in, like, this giant bowling, bowling ball-sized, like, uh, alien spaceship. And they, they dump all this weird crap into the lake, and it makes everyone lose their mind, and they all become, like, basically these psychically controlled, like, alien puppets that are trying to, get, you know, get everyone to swim in the lake. Liz, are you ready uh, for Keith's comic collection? <laughs> uh, I think he dumped most of it. Yeah. Yeah, I got rid of almost all my comics. Keith, that comic sounds insane. I'm bringing it. It's called Brain okay, cool. <laughs> Um, we, Keith sold a lot of his, most of his comics to, like, move shape and whatever, and um, we did accumulate one comic that I'm really excited to have in our house at 282 Broadway, which is something that we got at Desert Island in Brooklyn. It's called Cowboy Hank, H-E-N-K. Have you mm -hmm. heard of it? Yeah. It's, oh, my God, it's so good. They're selling it for, like, $30, which is, you know... It's European, isn't it? It's a rare book. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, super it's really fucked good. up. And try to remember it. Oh, my it. God. It is fucking it's like so funny. Like, face off at the yeah, he slices his face off. <laughs> oh my god, cool, like it's it. such a good book. I like the idea it. of slicing, slicing a face with like some. He's flossing, and the floss just kept going into his gums and then his face and his brain. Like, oh. What was the gag of it? He was like, my girlfriend won't like my new earring or something. It's like some ridiculous joke at the end. It's a really good yeah, gag. I can't remember. It's a really handsome man. Oh. Yeah, and his face is cut open. It sounds wonderful. God, it's so good. But I'm so glad for that theater house. I don't know about Keith's other comics. I don't really know. I collect the ridiculous, dumb love comics, so whatever he brings, it'll just be a nice counter, whatever. <laughs> They'll probably be all, like, whatever he's just talking about. Yeah, I got, I got that one. Similar taste. We have pretty similar yeah. tastes. So it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, you like sort of. Did you guys first connect? I was gonna ask. Did you guys first connect over comics? Was that kind of your your mutual um, thing, or? Well, I uh, when I was in college, um, I was Facebook friends with Keith, which was like many years ago, and then. I, I think I saw his art in, like, Adam Baumgold or some gallery, and I, I really loved it because I make, like, really obsessive etchings, and I really like crazy art, 
so I added him on Facebook and then I think I just had a crush on him over the internet and so but then he like always had girlfriends but I still and I probably had a boyfriend and then but I still had a crush on him so I think one time I like got his address and sent him a print right this was like many years yeah. ago I was like can I send you a print and he was all he was all sure something something dumb and so I just sent him this like piece of shit <laughs> and then and then he what happened like um, before the Brooklyn Comics Fest this year like in 2010 he emailed me and he was like Liz I was going through my flat file and I found your print and what did you say? You just said something like you were going to see each other at the Brooklyn Comics Fest. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's, yeah, I, really I saw your comics on, online and I was like, oh, cool. Because I hadn't seen your drawings in a couple of years. And then I saw you making comics and I was all excited. And I was like, oh, she's making comics. These are cool. And then I, and then I, and then I found you print. <laughs> and then, and then I, uh, I emailed you, uh, like in September or something, and I was like, I like your comics, they're great. I have some crap sitting around. I should give you something because I haven't given you anything back. So I said I'd give you something like years ago, and I never did. So then I was going to yeah, give you a print. Then I gave you a print when I was at... Yeah, you gave me, he gave me a print at the Brooklyn Comics. Sorry, there's another truck going by. <laughs> but when, I came up and talked to, when I came up and talked to you, you choked on a hot dog. That yeah, was, that I was, was eating one of those one of those hot dogs. Um, what are they called? Like Tokyo dogs? Jap yeah. dogs or something? Jap dogs? Yeah, dogs. Jap dog. Yeah, uh, whatever. Asian dog. And then Asian yeah. <laughs> dog. <laughs> and then I just like they all taste I was the actually, same. I was like dating. Wait, what? Nothing. I was like dating a guy, and he bought me a hot dog. This was like in December. So he bought me a hot dog and then left. And then while I was eating that hot dog he bought for me, I choked on it in front of Keith. And Keith fucking saw it. And I, like, spit it up in my hands. And I probably ate it. And then yeah. and then I saw Keith at the party at my house after the Brooklyn Comics Fest. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then, you know, I wasn't really thinking about Keith. I was just thinking about comics all day. I was so excited. And then I went up to Keith and his friends. He was so handsome and tall and... I was drunk and he was drunk and then we both looked at each other and laughed. We just started <laughs> laughing at each other. He's yeah, so we just had this moment where we laughed. We laughed in a way that I was just like, it was crazy. I like just, I don't know. I just felt in love with her. It was just like her. a totally meant to be laugh. <laughs> it was we just, weird. We just knew. And then uh, I went to bed early that night and I guess he stayed. What happened with you and Bill? Explain it. Oh yeah, I don't even really remember, but we we're I was at the party so then, getting yeah, more drunk. Party at I my got house. really drunk. Yeah, and I got really drunk. Like two four locos. Oh yeah, which is a horrible drink that it, it was yeah. gonna be a, become Probably illegal the next out. week. So I was like, I gotta yeah. try this, it's gonna be illegal. So then I try it and I don't remember anything. I just like I guess <laughs> I like went and Bill kicked us out of your house out of your house and, <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then I I guess like graffitied all over your hallway, like all yeah, these Yeah, he, he graffitied all over our hallway. <laughs> it's pretty bad, I guess. So, I, I don't remember any yeah, of Yeah, he doesn't remember. What did Bill say? Actually, what, I, well, Bill Nobody was screaming at us, happy. <laughs> Everybody was fucking pissed. And then the next morning I wake up and there's a Facebook message from Keith and Keith 
wrote me a message in the morning. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, I really like you. Someday I'm going to show up on your doorstep and ask you to marry me or something. And I was like, aww. I like said something nice, but I was like, I like you too. And then we just kept, <laughs> like, we just kept like saying stupid shit to each other back and forth, like doo doo and like dumb shit. And then I was still, I mean, I was dating somebody. So then uh, like a few days later, I dumped him. Whatever. Because <laughs> so, I'm awful. So and Keith, then, is Keith a yeah. homewrecker? Keith is not a homewrecker. I never touched him. I just talked to him, you know? I didn't... I No, I was dating a guy I didn't really like, and then I was like, there's way better shit out there, like Keith. <laughs> and then, so, I dumped my boyfriend. I emailed Keith drunkenly and said... I was like, keep in touch. And I think right... or. Yeah, keep in touch. And then we just exchanged phone numbers, and we were texting each other for, like, two weeks. We didn't even call each other. We were, like, afraid to talk to each other, like, really nervous. And then we didn't even webcam either. It was all text message. It was insane. <laughs> and then and then I was like, I wish I could see you. And he was like, let's go to Las Vegas. And I was like, I'm so poor. I can't go there. And he was like... I don't know. We were like looking up prices on like flying somewhere to meet each other, which I thought was insane because I never fly anywhere. You know where I go? Like upstate New York and New York City. That's where I go. I like take a train. I don't fly anywhere. I'm totally like, I don't do anything. I'm totally poor. And then so he was like, oh, well, it is really expensive to go to Las Vegas. And then I was also thinking in the, in the back of my head, I was like, is he trying to marry me? <laughs> <laughs> And then I didn't even, like, say anything. <laughs> what? And then, I mean, even though we were just texting and whatever, I was, like, totally in love with him. So I was, like, ready to, I was, like, if I'm going to fly somewhere with this guy, I really like him. And so he was, like, let's go to New Orleans. And I, you know, I've never really thought of New Orleans as a place I ever wanted to go. But I was, like, you know, I want to meet Keith so I was like sure and I was ready to cough, cough up the money and go I had time off from work and then he fucking went ahead and bought the tickets and like paid for the hotel and all I had to do was get on the stupid plane and head to the hotel and meet him which was so insane I was like so thankful and bewildered I was like this guy likes me that's so awesome and so yeah I know <laughs> and so we met up in New Orleans for a couple days over New Year's and just you know, touched. And then <laughs> when we <laughs> You know how it is. You don't you don't fly somewhere and not touch someone. You gotta touch them. Held hands and skipped when down the, love. through the true French love. Quarter or whatever. <laughs> so that's, that's we how it happened. We had, we had bubble baths. That was great. I wanted to puke from pizza. He he oh, saw yeah, me in a bathtub. He saw me super sick, like puke. He saw me. He saw me in like all the ways possible in like three days. It's really insane. Remember on New, on New Year's Eve, we we ate McDonald's hamburgers in the rain on the roof. Oh my god! Hotel. We went to McDonald's and we bought like five burgers and a million French fries and took the bag upstairs from the hotel roof with the and sat by the pool. 
So we were eating McDonald's by a pool by ourselves, and then it started raining, so we were eating wet McDonald's. And I bought an entire bottle, like huge bottle of whiskey, and he bought beer, and we didn't even drink anything. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, we left it all over the floor of the hotel room when we left. We were like, oh, I didn't tell we want this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just left it. We we're like, the maid will probably drink it, right? Someone will drink it. Yeah, someone's going to want this stuff. But, yeah, we, so, I mean, I was a total fan of Keith, you know? His art is totally amazing, his comics. I didn't even see his comics, you know? I didn't know he made them. I thought he just made art. So oh, you really... hadn't read Catland Empire? No, I didn't. I actually just read Catland Empire. <laughs> I'm a bad wife. <laughs> I, like, just read it, and I actually love it. It's such a great book. It's like, it's like reading a movie, it's so awesome, and I never see books like that because I always lose interest. But I think the colors and the way he like he tells the story is totally rad, and I'm I can't believe it took me forever to read it. And I'm not just saying that because he's my husband. Like normally, I just lose focus when I read stuff. I mean, my comics are so short and gaggy, like I can't even focus. But it was fun reading his. I'm glad he made it, and his new book's probably going to be fucking amazing. Why don't you tell people about your comics? Because I've had Keith on before, where we talked extensively about Catland Empire. Um, just so okay. listeners know who you are, other than just this random voice on a phone. Oh. <laughs> or, or Keith, do you want to describe her comics? Yeah, Keith, you, you describe them. I don't. They're retarded. <laughs> They're amazing. They're so insane. They're like these one-page, usually one-page, sometimes two-page gags for the, I don't know, they're like, both Jeremy, Carol, and Danny, mostly, and they're like these, what are they, like a brother and a sister, and a, what are, how do they all relate in some twisted way, and they're all pissed off at each other, and jealous, or whatever, and Carol has like an identity crisis going on with her, doesn't she have like a little Carol that floats around, and like, she's always arguing with little Carol about whether she should get her hair cut or weird shit like that. And then having crushes on weird people or Danny or whatever. Danny has a crush on her or, I don't know. It's all just like, it's like a soap opera. It's a so weird description. I like it. Crammed <laughs> into like one page with like these weird words and thoughts that are all like dumping all over the place. <laughs> oh, like the one you made when you were visiting here, man. It was like, Carol, was it Carol that woke up with a, pe- with a pile of shit in her bed? <laughs> Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and then there's like, what, the new one's like where Carol's pregnant, and but it, isn't it like little Carol? No, Carol like, wants to be pregnant, and then it's on my website, but basically Carol is sterilized by her mother when she was a child because she's such a horrible person. So... She gets sterilized. She has a severe desire to have a baby, so she shoves her subconscious up her yuhu and walks around with it. And Little Carol. then yeah. has her period, and the subconscious comes out into the toilet. And then, in the end, the subconscious is crying because it's so upset. And then Carol, being the awful fake mother that she is, shoves a binky in Little Carol's mouth. And that's the end. Yeah. It's 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 dumb. It's all Amazing. dumb. They're all get. They're all just one page gags, six panels. They're just really quick, easy to read, like Cowboy Hank or something. 
Yeah, this gonna remind me of like Nancy or something too in some way. I don't know why, but it's really, like, like really funny and they look amazing. If you're too. if you're a girl that hates yourself, you'll probably like them. <laughs> Keith Keith, are you a girl that hates yourself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Word less is. Yeah. I'm a girl that I'm a bad girl. <laughs> you're a bad girl. Keith, Keith, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> you need to shave today, girlfriend. Sorry, I'm still in the city. It's loud. Okay, it's That's on okay. now. And you've got Keith uh, doing yoga, haven't you? Oh, I did not. Okay, whoa. Hold on. Hold on a second. <laughs> All I know I'm not forcing anyone to do anything. You know, we all have our stresses in life. Keith had his, so I recommended hot yoga because you basically sweat out your stress in an hour and a half in a in a one hundred and five degree room. And it's the best fucking thing you can do for your body and your mind. And he found a studio that was really cheap by his house and he did it and he said he loved it and I mean, when I do it, I'm, I get into, like, top shape, and I am the happiest person alive. But, yeah. um, he did it on his own free will while forcing him. <laughs> he paid his own money. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Do you have a choice in this matter, Keith? Huh? Do you have better? a choice? Do you have a choice? Yeah, I have a choice. Okay. He's very I, I driven. Learned. I went because yeah, it sounded good, and I always sort of wanted to go do some, do that. And then I don't know, and then I just went, and I was like, "This is amazing!" I actually felt insane. My roommate said my face looked different after I went for one the first time. They're like, Your "Oh my face god, changed. so different!" Like it melted from our marriage. Like and... Oh my god, <laughs> so different. You know, it's like people think yoga is. I'm sorry, I'm doing a yoga spiel, but. People think doing, doing yoga is like a totally boring or girly thing, but it's actually the hardest workout I've ever done in my life. It's so difficult. And it's awesome, though. I, I've been athletic all my amazing. life. It's so hard. And I think if you try it once, you'll get addicted. You'll just, like, feel totally fucking amazing. And it's not, it's not expensive. It's not hard. And you can, you know, be at any level. I mean, it is hard, but then it gets easier. But it's just this is making a, she's making a yoga comic right now. Yeah, oh, I'm actually, yeah, I'm starting a yoga comic. I'm trying to make a small zine that's all gag jokes about yoga. And I did one that's called Cobra Pose. That's my most recent one. Oh, that, you just up posted that a couple days ago, right? Recently? Yeah, I just posted it. I mean, it's a rough thing, but I'm going to, you know, start actually working on it tomorrow. So. Tomorrow. Yoga jokes are good. Oh, oh, oh,
was 13, I had my first love. There was nobody that compared to my baby, and nobody came between us, no could ever come above. She had me going crazy, oh, I was starstruck. She woke me up daily, don't need no Starbucks. She made my heart pound, and skip a beat when I see her in the street, and at school on the playground. But I really want to see her on a weekend, she knows she got me dazing, cause she was so amazing, and now my heart is breaking, but I just keep on saying... There's something neat about both of you, the way you do your comics, where it feels very, like, um, very immediate and very, like, whimsical. You both have whimsy to your work. Maybe it's because we're both artists. We're both retards, too, so it works good. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> well, we're both dumb. I mean, what did Ann Koyama yeah. say about us when we first met each other? That like we're perfect for each other because we both talk about we talk like we or what is it? Yeah, we talk like we don't know what we're saying, but we I don't know something like that. She said no, we both okay, talk like what it is. in some way. <laughs> yeah, we, we're both basically dumb. Like not in a bad way though. We both pretend like we know what we're talking about all the time, but we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. We're both oh, yeah, talkers. I think that's, that's it. That's what yeah. she said, but it was in like the sweetest way possible. We're both idiots. Yeah. I like Aww. I like it though. We're, we are. We're both loving idiots. But I think we're both I mean, Keith makes insane art that's super I think both of our art in general is whimsical and busy and our brains are always moving and we're observing everything. I think we're both super aware. Not in like a totally like we're totally full of ourselves way. Yeah. I think we, we're both just very aware and I'm glad Everything's we were aware it. Everything's funny or it's fun, yeah. So yeah. it just becomes whimsical because it's like a big joke. Yeah. Yeah, we don't <laughs> give a shit. We're just making jokes all the time. Whatever. Well, it's like you look at I look at your prints and Keith's uh, for lack of a term, fine art pieces, and they're both very like. There's a lot of purpose to it. There's a lot of stuff in it. Like there's no wasted space. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, very active imagination. It's really exciting yeah. when I got that print when Liz Liz sent me that print like a few years ago. It was like sort of. I was looking at it again recently, and it's like pretty amazing because it's, it's like a it's like a city with like all these cars and buildings and junk and like a bridge with all this water and a whole bunch of crap it's just really busy like a big city drawing and I was like I just thought it was really amazing how she's drawing like a super busy city in a way that was like totally relevant to how I like to draw really busy cities as well uh, yeah I don't know why I'm saying that <laughs> yeah yeah we're both really similar it's sorry airplane flying over Ah. <laughs> we don't hear it it's okay 
You know? Oh, no. God, it's so loud. Oh, helicopter, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> Here it's in New York. You... Here in New York, the Big Apple. Are you excited oh, about going yeah. to New York, Keith? Hmm? Are you excited about moving to New York? Yeah. It'll be fun. I'm excited to hang out with Liz every day. That'll yeah. be amazing, too. Sucks being It's going to be so awesome. Show. Yeah. We're going to go to the beach oh. a lot. <laughs> yeah, we my bakery just opened at the beach, so he's I'm gonna be there a couple of days a week, and he's gonna be joining me, and we're just gonna get tan all summer. Nice. Yeah, and then we're gonna draw comics at the coffee shops. Oh my god, it's a dream. We'll go for, yeah, the good life. Fine, we get up and just cruise to the coffee shop and dump some drawings. I can't on imagine paper, paper, paper drawings. We'll eat a whole bunch of crap and then we'll go to yoga together and sweat it all out and then walk around dizzy after and be like, let's go get some ice cream. And then we'll like yeah. sit in the park and be like, super sunny. Ah, we'll and he's making me dinner. He's making me dinner. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook dinner. Oh, yeah, I'm going to make a. I, I was thinking about making a vegetable garden on the back roof. Making a what? A vegetable garden. Oh, yeah, a vegetable garden on our roof. Yeah. With all the acid rain. Oh, yeah, fucking acid. Shit. No thing. <laughs> fucking acid rain. That sucks. That's oh. oh, no. Uh, you, can, you can swear on the radio here, Liz. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, Canada. Uh, yeah, I did not want to move to Canada. I visited Toronto. I was like, in the beginning, I really wanted to. I thought it would have been really great to change my life because I think changing your life is important. And plus, I've never been to Canada. But then I visited, and I was like, this isn't happening. <laughs> you just don't want to give up your uh, your 282 Broadway, is it? Well, that's like the best house to live in. I mean, my rent is like really cheap even though I don't have a window and my room is like a piece of garbage but um <laughs> no I don't want to give that up I like New York Canada when I went to Toronto to visit Keith for our, our honeymoon <laughs> I went <laughs> our, our honeymoon in Toronto oh god my work thankfully gave me eight days off so I fucking went to Toronto and all we did was eat for eight days there was nothing to do there it was awful it's just I don't know how people okay no offense but I just can't <laughs> there. There's no, there's, I can't sit and look at people there. It's not. Are you saying we're not pretty? Are you saying we're not worth looking at, Liz? No, there's just nowhere to sit outside. <laughs> well, I don't want to walk yeah. anywhere. Yeah. There's nowhere charming it's not as exciting to sit. As New York. I don't know. I, I can't wait to go. <laughs> yeah. But Toronto yeah, won't be the same for me, plan. Keith. You're my yeah, favorite part true. of Toronto. <laughs> I have to find a new favorite part of Toronto. Yeah, you won't be able to come to the bookstore anymore, and I won't be there. No. I just feel like you don't need there. That's I know. Too, that it's so exciting to walk up the stairs and see you jumping and skipping. And Aww. Yeah. The... Last time you were there, I was right. I just got out of yoga, and I was totally fired up. It was awesome. 
I know you're scary. Oh, well, jumping around. Yeah, he cast. You're Whoa. jumping around, and Annie Koyama kept telling you to calm down because you'd hurt yourself. It was yoga. The yoga did it. Yeah. The yoga did it. Yeah, Anne thought yoga I might break it. my ankle. <laughs> oh, geez. You were yeah, jumping I have a coloring book out with Anne. I should PR that right now. I was going to suggest you guys should mention yeah. the new project. So you have the coloring book from Koyama. What's yeah. it called? It's called Color Me Busy. <laughs> it's a coloring book. It's really cool. It's small coloring book. I'll describe I just it, got... buddy. You described me. Alright, do it's, it. It's so cool. It's a coloring book by Koyama Press called Color Me Busy, and I can't remember if it's C-O-L-O-R or C-O-L-O-U-R. It, it should be O-U-R. Well, yeah, it is. in English. I don't know which one is Canadian. really English. But Canadian color. Anyways, Keith drew it. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. Every page is a super busy page that children can just get their minds blown and color in everything that they want to color in. And it's amazing. And there's like toilet paper and poo and pieces of clothes and weird hobos riding bikes. And it's just things that children should not look at. <laughs> <laughs> but it's safe. But they it's should not bad because, in a bad way. Because if you're, you shouldn't shelter your children. Buy that book. There we go. Yeah. And you yeah, have something. Have in, a good time. Do you have something in root rot? Me, yeah. I have, you know, a couple etchings in root rot. It's a cool little like um, <laughs> forest book. I haven't. I looked at it a little. I got some like a bunch of copies. Um, it's cool. It's like a forest anthology that Kwayama Press put together. Um, I just did a couple etchings for it. It was a fun little ditty. I, I'm just like, I forgot about it because I did it like so long ago and that we've just been waiting for it to get published. So, Well, um, it's a very pretty book and they're very pretty etchings. It's very so. pretty. It's yeah. cool. It's a nice little handheld. I like art books like that. It's mm -hmm. nice to see it, you know? You don't, you don't, it's not often that you see little collections of art instead of comics by small publishers like that. I don't know. I like it. She's cool. I like Annie. She's open-minded and totally loving and yeah. has good taste. She has awesome taste and she's such an awesome person. She I is. love her. She's Annie Love Fest. We love you, Annie. <laughs> yeah. Love y'all. Love y'all. Well, on that note, I shall bid you kids adieu. Thank you for uh, taking the time to chat with me this fine uh, summer afternoon it is for you guys. Not so sunny. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go show off my busted crotch. <laughs> show it to me on the webcam. All right. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Chimpanzees is hating, but I take it all in stride. Put her in a jungle with bananas on the side. Told you they'd revive your career, but somebody lied. I ain't talking poultry when I see this chicken sprawl. Anyway, Brittany, why they so jolly since you teamed up with me? Telling they my son, yep, yelling I'm a picnic. Anyway, Burn Bridal, what's that? I don't know what Burn Bridal. Sniff. 
cries I don't stage your whole entire f***ing life Oh, you got some absence out I done balled all day You ain't touched a god What? Would you tie? You need a break? You was hot when? Ricky Lake I noticed that you got it You noticed that I want it You know that I can take it To the next level, baby If you want this good bitch This is a remix Baby, let me blow your mind tonight It's Britney Pilch I'm Nicki Minaj and that's Kesha I can't take it, take it, take no more Never felt like, felt like this before Come on, get me, get me on the floor. DJ, what you, what you waiting for? Keep on.